0: We're your docu uh-huh. Sweet. sweeties. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Woa and I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu series. Sure, but through our own lens, which it feels like, whatever kind of cuisine you have. And there's a bunch of cuisines, different ethnic ones. What's your fave? At the end of the day, we will have a dessert at the end. And that's us. Something slightly sweet. Yay! I can get there. I love you guys. And we're so happy to be talking about Love After Lockup. It's season four. It's episode 19. Always the bad guy. Okay, Bailey Eilish. Oh, that's it. I didn't. That's what that was. Okay, great. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Amber. You are the bad guy because you did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, we agree on that. She did the wrong mm-hmm. thing twice. One by going behind Puppy's back and doing something on Facebook and getting in touch with Eric's ex without telling her, and then also B putting hands on her so yeah. in nice. front of in front of the kids. It's a, actually three strikes. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. crazy. All right, but let's go on ahead and start off first with Bronwyn and Chaz they were just a little bit in this episode so let's just knock them out of the way and like what even happened with them who cares it was like t- cigarette smoking shaming and tears or something yeah so he comes up to the diner that they're uh, they're at you know after hearing that she's back on the side from Tawny and you know Bronwyn's there with her friend and they're chit-chatting over like what should be milkshakes honey because you know they've been listening like we about on that box and she like is not happy to see me; it's just like red roses he's like and he's so sheepish. He's like, hi, I... It leads me to believe oh, I... that there is some conversation that happened between them that we weren't privy to. Because right. it's like all of a sudden he's like doesn't know who Tani is. And then she finds out five seconds ago that he has even been speaking to Tani. Right. And she has now taken that information and created something completely crazy and different yeah because she wants out she just manipulates just like this is my chance of getting rid of this stupid husband and also without me having to really talk about what happened that i'm on the side and tani like, so she really like she starts to be like to the flowers like why don't you give those to tani and then just keep talking to the girls that you're you talk to you know it's just so like it, It was so weird. I was not expecting her reaction to be that at all. Not even to say, hey, did some girl named Tani text you? What did she say? Did you entertain? She could have at least saw the text messages just Mm -hmm. for like producer or or continuity sake. Like we're just, it, it was wild. Yes, absolutely. So then she pops up and is like, I don't want to talk to you. Just continue talking to Tani since you want to talk to other women, since you want to talk and believe to other women. And Charles is like, I, that did not happen. I just, she text messaged me. Well, you responded. How do you even know that? How do you know that he responded? So, I mean, come on, producers, you got to If you're going to tell a story, you need to give us a beginning, a middle and the end. Because that, it went from zero to 60. So she gets up and she leaves and she starts walking. Then he starts to cry and starts to smoke a cigarette. And then he's like, not what I wanted? Why is the world conspiring against me? I will never be happy in my life. Yeah. And so then she turns around and starts walking down the street. And he comes after her. He had, like, Jaws. He's just like, dun-dun, 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 She's just like, I'm embarrassed by the character Chaz is displaying, which... Wow, you, who told you to say that sentence, ma'am? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. embarrassed by the character. He, what character choices, besides simp are you embarrassed about? Yeah, and oh my god, it was ridiculous. He he, he like creeps up behind them, and she's like, "Leave me alone!" I don't want to attack you right now. And then they start walking, and he stops, and then he creeps up on him again and yep. gets him by a dumpster. She's like, oh my god, you're so annoying. Leave me a leg. And I'm like, how far away is her car? Chris, what were they doing? Were they walking back to her school? I mean, and the way this woman clutches this backpack and this like workbook of Spanish is yes. just so odd. You know, she for sure. My favorite is the you wrote this in the next scene, which also like, yeah, the producer has a little like confessional with her because you know we didn't get to even really talk about what had happened, which is that she's back at the site. So the producer's like, tell us about that site, you know. And she out in this confessional, she's sporting like much darker hair, like her Miota ponytail's ponytail is a different shade. You know what I'm saying? I hate that you call it a Miona ponytail. Go ahead. <laughs> her ponytail extension. Yes, because Miona did not come up with the high ponytail extension. There's been black women and Chinese factories all over the world who came up with this before Miona. Oh, for sure. And just like, I'm sure it's, you know, bought cheaply. Oh, yeah, so. it's an Alibaba situation. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, she's like, oh, no, 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 no. See, my friend couldn't log into her account. So I just like had to like go into my account like put up, put it up for her, so um, why are there pictures of you then think <gasps> think, like I mean, <laughs> yeah, girl, yeah, 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 no response, cut to her in the like here being giveaway, Chad, and it's just like annoying, all right, so we're done, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> oh, are so done, fun. let's move on to amber and poopie, oh, pups, pups, pups amber and pupai so my love yeah you know we're trying to get the old you know gang back together you know there's been some drama obviously between amber and eric because eric saw that amber just got puppy in the car and just like followed him or whatever but like and then they started talking about going on double date which just felt like that was a little bit of a this moment but then suddenly we're at a party that amber has and then tc who's her boyfriend comes over with his boys, like his sons. I think they're all three sons or whatever. I think Yeah, two sons. Two and sons. she's like, you know, we're going to be best friends, right? You know, we're going to be such best friends. And it seems like, oh my God, Amber's about to just like get to know these kids. And she's a little, you know, I can tell she's a little red in the face. So she's already been having her beverages, you know what I'm saying? So she's good and ready to go. And to the point where when people start coming over, like Queen gets there, even though it's Queen's house, right? So Queen gets there and meets everybody. And then we've got some other friends we don't know, but have signed NDAs or whatever. So they're on film. They can see their faces. And then Eric comes over and she even goes up to Eric and she's like, are you still mad about yesterday? Are you still mad about me awkwardly following you and yelling at Are you okay? Because yesterday you threatened me, but we're good. Man, 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 man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically everything is real good for a second. Like, you know, the, pod, the party is vibing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what could go wrong? And then what happens is that Eric gets a text from Heather's ex-wife, that basically says, Wait, Heather, his ex wife? Is that what you said? I thought you said Heather's ex wife. No, his ex wife. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. That soon to be, you know, I at the end of the episode, when she files for So um, we'll see. I don't know if it's ex or not. Who knows? But they're basically, saying that Amber had tried to, like, reach out to her, like, getting her number on Facebook through friends or something like that, and, like, had called her to, like, tell her, like, the business, you know, which is, like, he's living with a puppy, puppy's pregnant. Yeah, Heather sent a screenshot of it. She sent the screenshot of. Amber's texts on Facebook and the fact that Amber attempted to call. Yeah. And Eric uses that pristine moment Mm -hmm. to pull puppy in the corner to tell puppy about it. And so puppy's like, why would she do that? Why would she contact my enemy? Why would she do that? I don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, puppy, like the reason why she reached out to Heather is to probably tell Heather that you're pregnant. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad of her to do so right. Without your permission. However, like it isn't crazy that Amber has reached out to Heather. What's crazy is that you didn't know. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this that's when all the shit breaks loose. It's a decided decision not to tell her, you know, because they're hanging out all the time. So it's like, unless, she, I mean, you know, like she has to wait for the five minutes that she's not with her to like send a secret text and message, you know, which is interesting. But listen, this fight starts to happen. At first it's like soft pawing, but then Amber puts her, like I guess, her like hands around puppy's throat and the whole time queen is there like sort of just like keeping guard like as if they were still in prison she doesn't say anything she's just kind of like breaking up she's just like you saw a hand go around the throat that's what puppy said oh so you didn't see that scene at all no no i saw it but i'm telling you i saw it to me look like soft paw- pawing at each other oh what's soft pawing just kind of like ah. okay yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, what i saw was Somebody was trying to separate Amber from Puppy because they were like doing here. They were doing this. Uh. What, bitch, I'm trying to tell you, bitch. I'm trying to tell you you're a different person in front of that. And then the, they can yeah. <laughs> so pull aside. side. And then I see Amber like reach and do like this or like a little bit of but from a different angle. Right. And so I was like, oh, if she had purchased, she would have like kind of taken her like this, you know. And I said, Oh no, Amber. I know. Meanwhile, TC's boys are there. And I think at some point TC tells those boys to go into a room because later on, when we see those boys, TC has to like open up a bedroom door and is like, go ahead and come out. Let's go. I'm like, dang. So she they're over there arguing and going back yeah. and forth and hollering. And puppy is still trying to get her point across it's like a puppy's like but amber you shouldn't have done that that's not that's not helping me amber i don't like that and amber's like you come over here and cry about this man all the time and he's doing you wrong and then when you're in front of him you guys are all lovey-dovey but when, when you're not with him you're crying on my shoulder what was i supposed to do bitch i blah, 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 love you blah, blah, blah. and then girl they get pulled apart it's a whole thing queen says she got hit in the mouth It was crazy yeah then puppy leaves with eric and she like take some sort of either hand sanitizer, a bottle of eucalyptus oil, I don't know, it's some sort of spray that she's holding on to, honey, like it's, you know, like a comfort situation for her. And she's also apologizes to Eric, like, I'm sorry for bringing you, you know, like, the next morning they wake up and... Oh, wait. Oh. So, so during the confessional part where puppy has that hand sanitizer in her hand, she said, I don't know why Amber would do that. Because, you know, I don't know why she tried to choke me. I'm pregnant. I mean, I know I don't look pregnant in the face, but I'm still pregnant. Great. (laughs) Great, puppy. (laughs) And and then she is trying to get into the car and Eric hasn't opened the door. She's like, open the door. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then they speed off like bats out of hell. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Well, he always speeds off. Like, that's like that's the way his foot is, like, at the brake, you know, like, or on the engine. Yeah, he's just like, that's the way that he drives. On, his, on the engine? Yeah. His foot's on the engine? Was well, it on the brake? Is it on the accelerator? Well, whatever it is. It's connected <laughs> to the engine, my love. Okay, so, yeah, he they speed off. The next morning, they wake up. And then they're just like, "Soups loves, doves. You know, she's like, "I love a thing." He's like, "I love you so much." You know, (laughs) he's saying, "Eric," all of a sudden is saying, "I love you so much." (laughs) He honestly does. Like, he like goes from like zero to sixty. Like, listen, if you're, they always tell you you can't trap a man with a baby, but like. That's a 180 in like the way that he was treating her. I think it's because he's using my manipulation tactics. Remember the ones I talked about in uh, episode two of Teal Swan, the deep end Mm, where I talk about like, this is what you do when you, when you have someone you love fighting with their loved one that you don't like, Mm -hmm. whenever you get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to kind of take back control, what you do is you go, "I'm, I'm sorry. I love you so much. I'm sorry that this person you loved, you know, did this to you. You don't deserve that. And, you know, I don't know what they were going through. But Eric does that, but a little heavy handed. He's like, I told you. I told you she was like that. I told you. I don't know why you're friends with her. And, you know, and then Puppy goes, Well, first of all, you're not know, going to talk about my friend. <laughs> Second of all, that doesn't take you off of the hook. Don't try to make Amber seem like she's the bad guy because you're still the bad guy. And I said, Okay, pups. I, yes, yes. Thank you so much for not falling into the manipulation tactic that would have worked better if he had thoughts on that hand. Well, basically, yes. Also, he gets what he wants, which is a happy puppy in the morning. And then she gets what she wants, which is notice that he has been, well, this is what it is. He has had himself served by his ex-wife. So he didn't file for divorce. She did. And he's served. So Puppy takes that in to be like, mm, I would have, why didn't you do it? No, I think, I'm feeling like you should have just been the one that did it. Like, so that means that she really wants a divorce and you are just hanging on and why? You know what I'm saying? Like, she wants that validation. And so he's just like, I don't want you to be crazy. I just want you to know I love you. I love you so much. Like, don't be crazy. Like, just know it, you know? It's interesting because at every turn, she, like, bats out his tactics. First, he tries to say Amber's the bad person. And she's like, no, you're still the bad person. And then he's like, But look, I'm getting a divorce. And she's like, oh, but look, you got served. And then they did a dance. Do your dance. So let's move Onzi, Wanzi. Don't you have anything else to say about them, my babe? Okay, so here is Blade and Lindsay and Deontay. We have to definitely call the throttle <laughs> now, you know, because it's definitely not just the twosies, woozies, yeah. you know? Same thing with Kevin and Tiffany and Kayla. Like, it's really never been just, like, Tiffany and Kevin. It's been a lot of Kayla. And, like, She's as a part of it now, as anything. And we love it. Yeah, we absolutely are here for it. So, okay, Lindsay is waiting to handle her warrants. So, so she's working with Blaine, and she's wearing a super cute outfit. It's, like, she knows she's going to go as, like, some sort of, like, Jessica Simpson early aughts, like, you know, with a Makita. Like, it gave me, like, theater stage door, you know, like, work, like, craft work. She's wearing the super, super, super short, like, you know, frayed jean shorts, as I said, and then also, like, a pink super femme, super girly tool belt, which I also really enjoyed and then like heel Tims, right? Yeah. That's the best part of this outfit, you guys. She comes to work in heeled tims, mm-hmm. cut off daisy dukes, and a pink utility belt. Mm-hmm. She's got a hammer and nail and a makita or whatever and she's like drilling into the walls. Yeah. And Blaine is loving every stinking second I of it. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's hot as fuck to him. Yeah. And so then he pulls her down because she gets a call from Deontay saying that he's about 30 minutes out. So this man has driven 12 hours from Virginia to Mississippi to see her. And so she drops him her Addy of where she's currently at, and tells him, don't come in because the people don't like when there's people on the construction site. No. And I was just like, basically all you had to say was, it's a construction site and you're going to need a hard hat, which is a lie, but it's a better lie than what she said. Yes. And so Deontay's like, oh, all right. And then when he finds out she's with Blaine, He's upset, so mm-hmm. he drives those you know rest of the thirty minutes suspicious. Mm-hmm. So Blaine and her have a little conversation on the ground where she tells Blaine that she's overwhelmed by Deontay's affections and that you know she was used to having control over the situation and she's just not having fun anymore. And Blaine uses this moment to confess his undying love, and he goes yeah. something like, "Well, oh, I I, I like the fact that right before this, he's she's like, I just I don't want to be a bitch about it, you know, trying to like." You know, get Diana to leave her alone and then Blaine's like, When have you ever not wanted to be a bitch? You are good at that. You know, like okay. Don't you want a man who can tell you and call you out on your shit? I mean, I know you do. And they start cuddling and then he says, I've been thinking thoughts. I've heard thoughts I've always thought, but never been able to say them to you. Okay, I'm sure you want my okay, my Most likely getting some feelings for you. Like, okay, don't be no, wait, no. Always care for you you know that. Uh, I won't be Mr. Homewrecker. What I won't do camera. I will, oh, like, literally, you live in my home and give you a job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, right as this is happening, I mean, it's, like, working a magic, you know, and she's looking through his eyes. By the way, she's giving me, like, Julia Roberts and Kira Knightley. Like, she's giving me, like, rom-com, like, southern rom-com. I'm living for this moment. She's doing, like, the Lord's work of this act. for an Oscar. And then at this moment, knocky-knock on the back door, you see De- Deontay just poke his little head behind, like, you know, just, like, tattered uh paper. And then also just like, it's like a dirty, dirty mirror. He just like can barely see through the corner of them sitting behind, just like laying kissing her forehead and then just like cuddling, smuddling. And I was so happy that it was a kiss on the forehead. Like that made, I did not want Deontay as he peered through this window to see those two making out. It helped me to understand that at least Lindsay was trying to have some decorum and not be the bitch that she didn't want to be. And I thought it was actually kind of sweet of her to be like, listen, I like. she knows what conversations happen betwixt her and Deontay. And she knows that the fact that her feelings have changed is going to hurt him. And so I am appreciative of her wanting to kind of spare his feelings to a certain extent. So he sees that kiss in the forehead and then texts her. And then she gets dressed and she basically tells Blaine thank you for telling me that you love me. And we can tell she likes Blaine too. Cause I really do think that Blaine has been like a security blanket in a, in a pretty shit tornado, you know? Yeah. He's a Blaine weighted gravity blanket you know just Mm -hmm. like giving her everything so and you know like even she feels also accomplished at this job she said you know she used to she's only making like ten dollars an hour but it's like so much less than when she was like a drug dealer but i feel like it's giving her like it gives her a lot of good feelings good vibes purpose purpose for sure so when she jumps outside she sees deontay like blaine then comes up and they have like a long ass hug you know what i'm saying in front of deontay and then he says like hmm awful friendly damn hug And my thing is, like, Deontay, Uh if he hugged her like that in front of you and gave her a kiss on the forehead in front of you, that should, like, stop you from being as jealous. Now, I know it still is not going to stop you, but you you have to recognize that they're not sneaking behind your back to do this. It's happening in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. So you should be grateful that that is what's going on. So she gets in the car with him, and Deontay's a little miffed. And he uses this opportunity again to share his feelings about, <laughs> his feeling about her. And she actually starts to explain her frustrations with this and how, you know, it's a lot for her. And Blaine texts. Yeah. <gasps> she got back to him right fucking away after this man has been like you never text me you don't even tell me anything like you like me anymore you love me like you won't respond to anything i see you on facebook she's just like she responds to blaine as if it's like her lifeline Maybe. i mean could you blame her for for responding to blaine like that i mean that's her landlord and that's her employer. boss yeah like and her best friend it's her landlord her boss and her best friend yeah why wouldn't she respond to him like Deontay's not saying shit to her when he's texting her his nonsense. Yeah. You know, like, she's like, I, I don't have any actionable items from this text, so I'm not going to respond. And he gets upset. And <laughs> he says that any other man would have done X, Y, and Z. And then that's when he loses me because I'm like, your argument can't be you should be grateful that I'm here giving you this attention because any other man wouldn't have stood for this. Any other man, blah, 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 blah. And he says it so many times that she finally goes, well, then go, which is what you say when someone keeps telling you all these things. And he's just like, uh, I don't know what he thought. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. So she, he pulls over, she hops out of the car and she's like, I'm good, bye, good, good, Deontay. Bye-bye, bye-bye. And he's just like, eh, I just, you know. Then he gets out of the car and goes simp into her and like bring her up a used gift bag filled with all of her letters and they have a cute little moment where the tension has gone down and that's a that's what happens with me and Lindsay. Sometimes we just fight, 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 and then one time suddenly laughing. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just I at one point earlier in the car she just said like she got really mad at him and she was like, I'm your third inmate, think you figure it out. My name. And it was like sharp cutting, you know, like it really like it is giving me southern drama. Like he doesn't he cannot keep his head above water. Like this is entirely too much for him. So yeah, they get back together a little bit in this like, you know, sharing of the letters thing and she's she always like make her letter so pretty. And then they like, just as easily like start fighting again. Because he says something stupid again. Like he says I can't remember what the trigger thing that he says, but oh no, she's like, you know, we tried or whatever and he's like, I tried. And then she's like fool you think that you were the only person that tried i wrote you letters with this right hand my hand was dead you see all those scribblings also all of the calls i paid for that all of your emails i paid for that so please don't act like this is not a normal situation where you're spending all this money on me and i'm like sucking you dry like that has never been that case for you and I yeah this has always been a different type of relationship for you so the fact that you don't trust me is crazy yes and so okay I didn't try fine bye and I'm like Deontay what did you think you were gonna get from that yeah I'm gonna do a little skipping around uh, after this couple but yeah basically she just like leaves him and she runs away and she's like come and pick me up on the corner of hell and heaven. I don't know what she's saying. You know, she's just like, we know, yeah, we know that Blaine's like, obviously on the other side of that phone call. Come pick me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Next couple is going to be Taylor and Chance. Yes, honey. They are exploring a wedding venue. It's like rustic barnyard, you know, kind of that situation, modern farmhouse, that kind of thing, you know, like, it's kind of, you do your own thing. You can like, make different areas whatever you want them to be there's a lot of room to grow and that's 250 it holds you know chance is like living his life through it but then he's like and these two women are like okay okay and then he's like this is what i want though down the aisle i want an inch of water that we're just going to what's come down the aisle waiting in water so like all her feet are wet like you don't she's gonna fall she's gonna be pregnant and he's like the girls can just like throw petals and it'll like float that's the dumbest thing ever like how is this man gonna like construct any sort of home and when we see what he made bobby i'm like oh, yeah know. every single time he has an idea about something he's gonna build i get mad yeah like, shut up stop building it yeah yeah i don't want it It's not like if you build it, they will come. Like, please don't build it. And, you know, like... Everybody will will be safe. Yeah, safe, safe, safe. And they will come to heaven. You know what I'm saying? So, but he's just so obsessed with his credit. He's like, I have 750 credit score, you know? But, like, I just... Yeah, he's just... He's kind of like... A high schooler that's, like, experiencing love for the first time, it's, like, he's experiencing, like, adulting things, like, very fast. And he just wants to, like, jump Like, I'm the best adult ever, you know? Like, I'm doing all the adult things so so well, you know? It's as if he had never taken any time off of being an adult. I've been doing it good the whole time. (laughs) I think that he is acting like an addict. Like, he's addicted to adulting the way he was addicted to other things. It's a very, like, not manic situation, but it's rushing into it, taking on more than you can... Bear yes. and then you know are in complete denial of your bad behavior yes it's very addict like it's just it's bananas to me and it it's manic a little bit because taylor i mean when she like is sitting down listening to him talk about all the things that he wants to do she finally has to just like start asking him some probing questions and he gets upset and to me like The fact that he wants to spare no expense for his wedding because it's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing is giving me very much, I just got out of prison, and I want to do the best, be the best, and, you know, be the quintessential American dream guy. Like, I need to do it, and I need to do it now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's talking about taking out a loan to pay for it. Now I know people do take out loans from the banks to pay for weddings, and those people are brave. Like, that's not, to me, the smartest thing to do, especially because you're taking out a loan with no, what is that thing called? Like, when you do something, you, not equity, but like, you're taking out a loan with no actual plan on how to pay it back besides working your basic ass job. You know, it's not like he's taking out a loan to invest it into a business, which is going to yield X amount in X amount of years, and then he'll be able to pay it off. Like, no, this is like just money gone. Yes. There is no return on this. Yes. Yes. And he's going to take a loan out on it. It's just like it's crazy. And so Taylor starts to talk about like, well, what if we have big expenses coming up? (laughs) And he's like, like what? And she's like, well, I mean, what if this? And he's like, well, also, what if I buy a house in St. Louis and we flip that and then we pay the rent? She's like, well, what if no, you can't find anybody to pay the rent? What you know renters and like the drama with having people live in your home and not paying rent like someone could easily move in and then just like squat like and then you'd be stuck with two rents to pay and he's like well well you can't well, something about like you can't take a chance he just starts like, saying a bunch of like wise man once said nonsense and it, it's oh, like don't create problems yeah. for tomorrow that that are not there and don't act for the future when the future is tomorrow <laughs> it was just like Wait, let me hear it. Oh wait! Don't create problems for tomorrow that are there. That are not there. That are not there. And don't act for the future when the future is tomorrow. Yeah, it's just. It sounds like just high logic. (laughs) It makes no sense whatsoever. He's like just like. Your reluctance to take opportunity is holding us back, is holding me back. And I, like, as the man, like, can't be held back by your decisions. Basically, he also threatens her. He says that, like, he's not going to be held back for very much longer. Like, he, he low-key threatens her and is like, your fears are not going to stop me from living my dreams. So I'm either doing this with or without you. Yeah. With or without you. Great. So, uh... Yeah, so basically, he's also like, I'm so sad, you're not going to get married to me. But they go back to her house, and the, all the daughters are there, and they have a bunch of cardboards, and they're just making like return welcome home signs for Bobby, who's going to come out of treatment and come back to the house. So, you know, he has whatever thoughts he has about that. And they go to the house that Bobby's living in that's like not in the garage, and they're going to like change his sheets and like talk about that. So. You know, great take, Chris. <laughs> What's better? Are you okay, mom? Are you okay? <laughs> you know why I say that? because because like, I don't want my baby to come back to the house. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All she, she said all of that nothingness to say she doesn't want Poppy to come back you literally were like then they go back to the house and like make signs and then like he has like whatever kind of reaction happens from them making signs <laughs> and then they go into the garage and there's like mattresses that are dirty and like posters and then that's it next scene like, thanks Chris for that breakdown <laughs> oh she does tell us about the he does she does I'm sorry she does tell him that she's going to have a baby yeah Back at the other venue, before we get to the house where the kids make the sign for Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever reaction about that, you know. (laughs) It's like, his reaction is kind of like, you know, like we should be, doing, we're doing this. And I don't know. I just hate, I just don't like You it. wanted to talk about them. You're like, okay, we're going to skip around when we're going to move I on. No, to I want to go. get rid of them. And I want to get rid of Oh, them. that's what's yeah, going Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. I want to get rid of them in the next one. I want to like <laughs> talk about Okay, great, great. So let's fill in just a little gap and then we'll move on. Give me, give me one, give me 60 seconds. Here we go. So <laughs> he, she tells him about the baby. He says, this is great news. I'm very excited. And I hope that it's Two twin boys. You said that? Yeah. He did. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't watch the show? I did. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, I'm just like, that's gross. First of all, you should just be happy for whatever baby comes out. I don't like it when men are like, I want boys. Like, shut up. You didn't have a good father figure, obviously. And you're not yeah. going to be a good father figure. <gasps> so we don't want you to have boys. I said it and I don't take it back. The next thing, you don't even know how to spend money. Like, get out of here. The, and then, so then they do get back to the house. I hated the fact that they lied to the girls and tell the girls that the Bobby's in the hospital. She's not in the bloody hospital. She had an, they needed to be honest with her because I think you're, I, they need to be honest with the kids. Maybe, mainly just maybe the oldest one or the second, the first two, because like when you have things like that happening around your children, your children have to become aware of it so that I think that they're able to discern what's happening and make good choices for their future. They don't have to say she almost died, but they can say that she has an illness and it has to do with drugs. And she's now in a facility to help her with that, you know, but to say she's just in the hospital, like sick is not, is not fair to the kids and their, their development. Then they go into the garage to try to fix things up for Bobby and what they're fixing up. I don't know how you could fix any of that up. It mm-hmm. just looks like a pish posh of nonsense. And she is really trying to tell him that they should not get married because of the baby and not to spend this money and he's like getting frustrated with her and he basically tells her it doesn't seem like you even want to be in this relationship with me so i don't even know if i want to even marry you anymore and i'm like oh no fool we're here you've got to just keep moving and she i think he just feels like she's really just taking the wind out of his sail all right you guys so we're gonna move on to the next couple and we're gonna do real quick with Brittany and ray because what really happened a lot and nothing yeah i mean there were scenes but like And I guess some things to be said about, you know, but I'll tell you the first scene is them in her house and she's wearing this gorgeous white, like beautiful dress with like a ruching that does a lot of like lovely things, body con things. And I also realized that in her home, she has a painting or a portrait behind her. That's like one of those Instagram, like mirrored selfie things where it's just like her like this. And then it's like her flip side of that is like, you know anyway so i and it's it's in her hallway you you have an opinion about that i I don't like it it. i don't like it i guess i don't like it i admire any woman who can put up a picture of her her own visage visage in her home whether or not i like the choice that they make is different but the fact that you put a full-on picture or giant picture or painting of yourself Mm -hmm. in your home is something that i aspire to Okay, listen, it's good to know. It's good to know. And I'll judge it when it happens. Um, <laughs> so you. I will expect nothing less. <laughs> Thank God. And it's true. And so basically it's coming down to their bachelor and bachelorette parties. And, you know, she's like with Ray. She doesn't want him to get messy. She doesn't want him to go to like a bad place or a strip club or anything that's going to like look bad for her or cause him any sort of like turbulence in his life. But she wants to like be able to trust him. And um, she like basically doesn't want him to go like at all. Come home and the way that she says this is, is like smelling like Bath and Body Works. Oh my god. So in her confessional she says, basically, uh, Ray can mess up like come home smelling like stripper coochie and bath and body works. And I die. Yeah. That combination I died it because it's it's, specific. May, it's very specific and it may is, may maybe true. It is true. Um so she <laughs> Or like whatever Kim Bully sprays herself okay. down with, it's whatever like the body fantasies, like it could be either one of those, you know. Yeah. Just like I don't know, girl. But so we the scene between her and Ray is she's basically telling Ray to not act up in the streets. And Ray is like, Well, you need to ask not acting women be acting up too. Women be cutting up is what he said, which is so endearing to me because my mother says cutting up. Like I've never heard anybody else say, oh, you over there cutting up. And it's very Southern. It's very black to say that you're someone's over there cutting up. So I love, I love Ray's little Southern isms. Mm -hmm. uh, Like yo mama, I'm like, yo mama, that's so cute. Anywho. So (laughs) she, he basically throws it, volleys it right back at her. I was like, you need to act right too. I'm gonna take care of me. Don't worry about me. You know, don't be in my face. So she goes off with her friends and she goes to some kind of champagne cupcake spot and it's in the middle of the day and there's a lot of people on that on that, that table sitting where She got a lot of motherfuckers there. She got like her sister, his cousins, like she invited all the women that are surrounding this wedding to this event. Everyone was excited to sign that release form and be on TV. And this cupcake place has like, you know, a lot of beautiful, you know, different toppings and a lot of like penis toppings. I like don't like penis stuff. She's, you know, I don't either. I think doing penis stuff for your hen party or your bachelorette party is like, Mm, yeah yeah i don't like it because it's not like it. it's very weird because we don't have weddings the way that we did in the past like so it's not like you know you'll never have another penis and so now you need to go buck wild with all the penis the same thing with men the men who go to strip clubs for their bachelorette i'm like i'm bachelor i'm like why you don't you don't you can't go to a strip club i mean first of all if you're in a relationship with a woman who doesn't want you to go to a strip club then going to one before you get married or after you get married is going to equally be unacceptable. So like, but why is that the thing for men to do just to go to a strip club? I mean, if this was my husband, he could go to the strip club when we're married. So I don't, I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, that's so risque your last time seeing somebody's cheeks clap. Like, no, you're going to see my cheeks clap. You can see somebody else's cheeks clap. Like it's, it's fine. So she then thinks like he might go to a cigar bar, girl. Yeah, that was hilarious that she said that or whatever. Like, well, I mean, a like cigar bar is called a a for joint, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would actually be a great a great name for gentleman's club. The cigar bar, yeah, the cigar bar. And <laughs> I also just he, you know, absolutely goes to a strip club and. One thing I think about men is they also get sort of, like, bullied to go to one by their friends. It's, like, a masculine thing. Like, I'm still whatever. Like, just because I'm getting married doesn't mean I'm not going to still, like, totally think women, you know, or, like, strippers or whatever. You know, like, and so it's a thing Whereas, you know, I they get – I think their friends are making them also go. Like, and it's, like, a machismo thing. Like, whatever. But anyway, he gets there, and he wears his signature uniform, which is a – mock turtleneck you know always in the club mock turtleneck the man lives in it. Atlanta you know what I'm saying like it's hot you know all year round all year round what it's hot oh I think so oh I don't know also at a strip club can you imagine how hot it is always you know it's just like because the girls have to be like naked so they don't keep it like super cold you know what I'm saying I did I go to a strip club in Atlanta yeah I did I forgot what it was called it was uh, Magic yeah. City No, I wish. That is the strip club. I know. I know. Sid Cole told me about it. I'll look it up. But it was very interesting. It was like um, older people. Older women? Yes. It was great. But, But yeah, basically he gets to this strip club. And one also discernible feature of this strip club is that it's like also a shisha lounge. Yeah, so there's hookah there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, okay, uh, that seems like it's like it's it might have had a karaoke room. You know what I'm saying? It felt like a kind of space that just had it all for everyone to do whatever they wanted to <laughs> do. Well, I want to know where. There's aware. ash, there's karaoke room, there's hookah. That would, that's I like that. I I always thought the only thing about it is it was slightly dangerous because I feel like they're very tall glass hookahs on like kind of thin bar tables and like you know you're the girls are trying to get around the bar table tables to sit and put their legs in between you know legs and like doing their thing you so know you mean okay. it could knock over the shisha. Okay, i don't know if that's i would classify that as dangerous oh i think it's dangerous all the glass <laughs> everywhere honey no nothing could be da- more dangerous did you, you see know? the stripper's shoes oh well, yeah Did you like them? i feel like i can't possibly oh wait yes yeah They were like, they had like a glitter red heel. Yeah. And they were black. I was like, those are kind of cute. Now I would never wear a stripper shoe. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I'd fall. She'd fall. But I could. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you do? Like, you think you could like, you could just, like live a whole? I have a two whole hours life. in a stripper shoe. Oh no 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 no! I'm saying I could wear it. I didn't say I could wear it while dancing for men in a club. I'm saying I could put them on. I, I would want them to be bedroom shoes. So I have a whole like fantasy about owning shoes that never leave the bedroom. That are simply shoes that I wear to entice a gentleman. Okay, well, we know you like them rough, so we're saving the best for last. But, however, what is your, like, house shoe or your bedroom shoe look like? Okay, so they always have a platform, because I always think of those as kind of being slutty. So they always have a platform, and they're, like, they're not maybe as high as stripper shoes, but, like, yeah, they always have a platform. And then, or they could be, like, a stiletto, like, a high-heeled, like, red-bottom stiletto that's, like, like, sexy. And then, like, I just have them on while I'm being, like thrown to, to and fro uh there is one pair of tom ford heels that i'm just like lusting after they're like one strip uh strip around the toe and then a gold heel it's so gorgeous like but i die for did it would you wear it out in the public? no i mean listen i yeah i want two i want two pairs okay because i want like one pair for i me to wear the public. need two pairs get me yes. two pairs so ah. i can get the stuff in my tom ford Heels, So I would give myself name on Tom Ford heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, just like, yeah, with a lot. Like, people love it. That's cute. I know. I couldn't it. wear that in public, though, because it would be, my ankles would be doing a lot of work, you know? But could you, would this be your, like, That's shoe? shoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only uh twelve ninety. There's an oh, invasion. I need an invasion. There's, There's a pink but You can't even see it. It's a better invasion. There's a white. <sighs> uh, I know it okay let's move on okay so Ray looks really good i think the reason why ray likes to wear a mock black turtleneck is because he wants his gold jewelry to shine uh-huh. and it really does shine it in pops that. yeah so he talks to his boys about the prenup and the boys are like telling him that the prenup is a bad idea and i'm like since when men always want a prenup and all of a sudden these men don't it's yes. because they're broke city yes these are brokey brokes Only a brokey broke would tell their male friend to not get a prenup. Yes. And so, therefore, none of these men are to be trusted Mm -hmm. and whatever. As soon as they said that, they were like, yeah, you don't need no prenup. I was like, oh, no, these men are poor. Yeah. I, I would be a little suspicious if a man didn't ask me for a prenup. In fact, I'm suggesting it. Listen, from your lips to everyone's ears, and the lawyers would agree, please get prenups. And that's our, like, PSA of the day. This is your little sweetie end. I mean, unless um, you have absolutely nothing and, like, you know, you're You're 20. two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, you're 20 and you don't have anything. Like, you don't have any family money. You don't have anything. But she has family land. That's why it's important for her to have a prenup. Yes, you're right. Okay. Well, we have definitely, it's a lot of bangles in your know. right. eye. Kevin? Tiffany and Kayla, honey. You guys are trying to tell me no for Tiffany. I'm like Kevin, Tiffany. No, no, no you're wrong. Oh, you're no, wrong. wrong. No, Shut up, boy. Okay. Correct. The next, the next one is Kevin and Tiffany and Kayla. Okay, so basically Kayla's been following them like hot on the tail, you know, like follows them. Hot on the tail, not the trail. Hot on oh, the tail. The, trail, the tail. You know I thought it was tail. Like I thought it was like you're hot on someone's tail. She's both, both, she's you know, both. basically she's like following them like crazy, like a psycho, like just how Chaz is like trying to follow mm-hmm. Branwyn. Like it's a, just like Brittany trying to cut, roll up to Amanda's place of business. Yes, it is. But also Cruella DeVille. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cruella DeVille. She yeah, yeah, puppies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cruella DeVille. She doesn't scare you. No evil thing will. For something, 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 something real. Cruella. Well to you. okay so Kevin sees her and like then they start to have this conversation he like asks her you know what is you doing what are why are you following me and they like go back and forth in this like dramatic just like as if all of the trauma of like their love affair has been there she just wants him so bad she's so upset I love it I watched it three times she's like i'm gonna beat her ass and you know put her in her place and then he's like why you know why are you doing this and she just starts to cry and says that she misses kevin and like confesses that she's just like in love with him and he's just like get in the car he's so smooth too. he's like what's yeah. what you over there what are you doing go ahead and get in the car so we can stop over here yelling like idiots and then she sits down and he's he's like now tell me what's wrong <laughs> And he's, she's like, she's like, she said, "I love you. you." Won't stop being a little hoe. And he's like, "What? What are you talking about? I ain't being a hoe." You know, me and her, we're just trying to figure stuff out. You know. And she's like, "Cause I just love you so much, Kevin. I've loved you for the last six years." And he's like, "Oh, you love me?" And then immediately goes and grabs her neck and turn, and then they start to kiss. And it's like a gentle grab. It's not even a heart. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a suggestion, mm-hmm. and. Then he starts to kiss her, and she's like, "I hate you." And he's like, "Oh, you hate me? You hate me?" And I said, "Oh, yeah, I know. It was a, it was a uh, master class, you I know." I mean, I I'm susceptible to that. I I he, he, is, he is a bad boy with a job, you know, and like a whole house, and he opens doors for the ladies, and like you know, he I love it. I love it so much, and it made me so mad when I found out that they that she cheated on him initially. Yeah. Oh, Kayla? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like, this is, this whole, they are the best part of this whole episode. Like, nothing is better than this. So, basically, yeah, like, they're kissing and she's just like, I love you so much and you're going to run around with with a trash-ass bitch. And I said, who do you call a trash-ass bitch? (laughs) You get over in the the seat. seat, I'm like, you are the trash one. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) he gets her to his house and then she's immediately like, I'm thirsty. And he's like, want some shots? Yeah. <laughs> is that like, is that their code word for alcohol? I'm thirsty. I'm like, someone tells me that they're thirsty. I'm like, let water? me get you some hydration. Let me get you yeah. some water. Maybe a little squincher thrown in there for extra hydration or something, like some, some alkaline, some lemon water. Jesus. I feel like if you say, I'm parched. That means that you want alcohol. Like, I made that up. No, I feel like if I, I would, in my really life, no, that. I absolutely would, like, would go up to a bar, like, slink up to, like, a bartender and just be like, I'm parched. Is there French 75 you could whip me up? I want to see you do that. Like, okay. Oh, easily. You think I won't do that? A, yeah. Oh, can't wait. I, I feel wait like it would, it would be less, like, slinking up, mm-hmm. and it'd be like, <laughs> it would be, it would be more, like, hair flipping. Sure. And, oh, my God. Sweetie, I love you so much. 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 I love God bless. God bless. I love you so much. Can you have champagne? Okay, God. God bless. God bless. God bless. (laughs) The sniff is more like just yeah. The sniff is just like because I don't take a breath. I don't know why I'm single because I definitely don't take a breath. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Ooh. So listen, they get it on. You know what I'm saying? They're like they like they're. He's like, "Oh I have to take a shower first, so let me tell you, so like they're like hitsing whatever, but he like, goes and takes a shower, and then she, he like takes out his phone, like leaves on the bed, and for some reason, this person doesn't have a passcode for juicers, s- but anyway, like he doesn't have a passcode, and Kayla picks up the phone, and then the first text is from Tiffany has a heart tiff, and then she goes. And she sees that like, you know, Kevin's in the shower and she's like, hey, like takes a picture of her, like starts to take a video and is basically like, I just fucked him. He's mine. He'll be mine for the rest of the days. This is mine, bitch. Like it's very, that boy is mine, which I said. Yeah. And it's also very like, you better get your hands off him, bitch. Like, I'm just like, why are your bitches so aggressive? (laughs) You dumb bitch. Get out of my, get out of my fucking business, you bitch. And then she sends it to tiffany and Uh then promptly deletes it yeah so that he's not gonna even know that it got sent i mean obviously the looks and it's deleted we'll see it but like you know there's that but here's here's a question i have for you chris and and the first time we saw his house this season i didn't say anything about it because i didn't kind of i wasn't really paying attention to the layout of his home but what's upstairs if his His son's room his son's room I mean, there's because, at least two other rooms. Right, house. but that's what I'm saying. So why is the master bedroom downstairs right by the door? The same thing with Pup and Eric. What the hell is upstairs? Why is the bedroom that they're going in for the show, the one downstairs? Is it just because they're like, listen, let's just pretend your bedroom is down here for now. Because as a crew, we don't want to be stomping up and down your stairs. <gasps> like, what is it? Oh, my God. What a very astute. Yeah, wow. What a great point. I don't know what to say. That yeah. sounds right. That sounds right. So, I mean, he brought all that red draping downstairs just for this show. Yes, he absolutely did all the black and red, you know, like it's just like Sean and Sarah's wedding who we didn't see obviously yeah. on this episode. Exactly. But yeah, like I also didn't realize you could delete one text or like delete one video. Yeah, you can. Wow, that's so, so, if I send you something, like I know you can unsend something now, you know. I, randomly me. I can't believe that I just saw that. Yeah. So, you could go to Ooh. Anyways, you, you can't delete it videos mm-hmm. okay yeah i can't like tiffany like is in a car with her friend she's like oh my god like what did i just get you know like i thought it was such a great move on kayla's part you know like it makes me feel like you know they should be together and that is again what we also heard which is they were together says I mean, listen, everything that he says with a grain of salt, take this. And by a grain of salt, like a sand, uh, the sands of time, you know, grains of salt. the Kevin's going to say that when they were together, he really gave it his all. He never cheated on her. She is the one that cheated on him. Juan, do you believe that? I mean, I believe anything that Kevin says. I don't want to. <laughs> Not because it's true. All right. I mean, hmm. it just really broke his heart. And now he's just like a hurt little boy running around being a hoe. And I feel like, here's the truth, I would like for Kevin to remain a hoe, because should I find myself in Texas one day, mm. I would like for that hoe to be hoeing. I can say nothing about it, no comment at all. That is kind of it I have for them, but you guys, let me just tell you what happened. Just so you know, if you follow us on Instagram, Docky Sweeties, we just did a live with 90 Day the Melanated Way, and it was so much fun, and we talked about this episode and other things in the multiverse we talked about. And some other things, like a 30-minute conversation. Almost 40. It was supposed to be 30, but we just kept talking. We were great. It was so much fun, and she's awesome. So that is something on our Instagram you can follow if you'd like to. We're also on Twitter and TikTok as well. And this whole time, we've been giving you this audio we've also been giving you visual honey we serve you face every time and you might want to see the face how would you do it well you would go to patreon.com slash sweeties also i was on a podcast that talks about 90 day fiance and love after lockup called blighty day fiance and you could find that wherever you find podcasts so if you guys want to go over there and show them some love so that they feel like the collaboration was worth their time that would be great once they drop it yeah 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 please do that'd be awesome um, yeah so if you're a podcast and you you know like want to do something with us you can always hit us up too like we enjoy doing collabs we like talking to people about this obviously we have a whole podcast about it so that is there and we appreciate you guys so much we're going to be dropping our next two installments of The Deep End with Teal Swan this is of course Love After Up, and we have 90 Day Happy Labor After coming your way as well so thank you guys so much we love you bye bye